the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Six thirty four, Bruce Hooley Show. One of the things we never stop caring about here is the future of small business. And it's the lifeblood of the American economy. We really did a number on small businesses with the COVID closures and the COVID lockdowns and the COVID limitations on seating. And it's heartbreaking seeing the number of businesses now that can't reopen fully because they can't get enough people to go to work. We discussed that with Megan Rose of the Manhattan Institute at 530 today. And she hit on it that your dignity, your structure, your self-image, so much of it is tied up in having a job. If you're a small business owner, I understand that you can really uh, drive yourself crazy with worrying about your job. So let me tell you about somebody who can take some of the worries off the table for you. Rather than spend your time trying to calculate whether your expenditures on benefits for your employees is a wise expenditure, why don't you let my friends at auiinfo.com do that for you for free? Yes, I said for free. There's no catches with this. You think, well, they're going to charge me on the back end or depending on what I do. No, they do not charge you. They are paid by the people that you select because when I say they're paid by the people that they put you with, it implies that they have some control over who you select to provide your benefits. They just make suggestions. Here are the packages. Here's what they cost. Which one do you want? Or do you want to stick with what you have? And if you end up sticking with what you have, okay, fine. Uh, They're willing to go through that process with you, but they believe they can find you a better value. Uh, Whether you give health benefits to your employees, whether you give the whole spectrum, health, vision, dental, disability, all that, it is one way to attract great employees and to keep great employees. And auiinfo.com offers that free service as a health insurance brokerage and as a small business themselves. So if you are a small business, two people, 50 people, anywhere in between, auiinfo.com has done the research, will do the research, and again, they do it free. I'll also give you access to their 300 training modules in uh, HR, and HR is a jackpot for anybody uh, trying to run a business. So remember that name and avail yourself of their free help and their expertise at auiinfo.com. That's auiinfo.com. Uh, Now, Kamala Harris, our vice president, uh, she is on top of things. I mean, really, really, really on top. Uh, She's, as you know, very concerned about um, everybody voting who wants to vote. Uh, She is dead set against there being any kind of voter suppression. And in the eyes of Kamala Harris and of all Democrats, it is voter suppression to expect people to supply a voter ID proof when voting so that you authenticate that you are who you say you are. So here's Kamala on one of your Sunday shows uh, talking about uh, why it's voter suppression to require people like me, who live out in the sticks, out in the rural areas, to provide proof uh, that I am, in fact, the person that I say I am. 
in some people's mind, that means, well, you're going to have to um, Xerox or, or, or photocopy your ID to send it in to prove you are who you are. Well, there are a whole lot of people, especially people who live in rural communities, who don't. There's no Kinko's. There's no Office Max near them. People have to understand that when we're talking about voter ID laws, be clear about who you have in mind and what would be required of them to prove who they are. Now, Aaron, I'm not in the habit of agreeing with our uh, co-president, Kamala Harris, but I must agree with her, at least in a portion of her statement there, uh, because there is, um, I can say without fear of contradiction, no one who lives close to a Kinko's. Do you know why I can say that no one lives close to a Kinko's? Why? Uh, because Kinko's went out of business in 2008. Oh, <laughs> no one even told me. Kinko's was purchased by FedEx in 2004. For the next four years, they were known as FedEx Kinko's. And ever since 2008, they've been known as FedEx Office. So Kinko's is out of business. (laughs) But Kamala, that was back probably when she was friendly with Willie Brown, out in her San Francisco meteoric rise through the political ranks of the Democratic Party. Uh, apparently that was lost upon her. Now I was hoping Office Max. Not that I wish ill against Office Max, but I was thinking, are there Office Maxes still? Yes, there are. Office Max, Office Depot, Office Max does exist. By the way, how long has it been since you heard anybody say that they can't get access to Xerox something? That's from the Wayback Machine too, is it yeah, not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could while. you Xerox that for me? If I said that to my kids, they'd have no idea what I'm talking about. Hey, by the way, could you Xerox that for me, sweetheart? What? Could I what? Copy it. I don't know when we got away from saying things were Xeroxed, but we've definitely gotten away from it. Yeah, I think copy machines that weren't made by Xerox probably had the problem with it. So, too. Yes. We still say, would you give me a Kleenex, please? Nobody says, would you give me a... Well, some people might say, give me a tissue. But Kleenex is still in the vernacular. Not so much for... um, Xerox. In fact, not at all for Xerox and certainly not for Kinko's. So thank you very much. Appreciate it, Kamala. Good try, but not getting it done. Now, tomorrow is a day of some degree of significance, Aaron. Are you aware that tomorrow is uh, National Friday? No. July 13th is National Friday. Now, it would seem to me, just call me crazy. Wouldn't F-R-I-D-A-Y be a better day for National Friday than Tuesday? Ah, someone right, right. <laughs> maybe asking the same question. Don't don't make it a date. Make it like the third yes, Friday exactly. of the November. Right. Uh, McDonald's restaurants will ring in tomorrow as uh, free fries for members of the My McDonald's Rewards Program, which was officially launched nationwide late last week. Um 66 fans, I don't know why that's significant, uh, will win 1 million My McDonald's rewards points. And one fan will win free fries for life. A prize valued at, what do you think, free fries for life? Usually these things work like, what, one large fry a week for the rest of your life? Something like when you that. Say, so mostly yeah. when it's free pizza for a year, it's like one pizza a week. Yeah, It's not nearly as much pizza as I could eat in a year. Uh, but free fries for life, a prize valued at fill-in said blank. 
Oh, wow. Um, free fries for, for Aaron life. Light for the rest mm-hmm. of your life. How much money would you need to buy free fries for life? $5,000. $19,000. What? $685. It's got to be more than one That's large incredible. fry a week. Yeah. What do you think a large fry goes for at McDonald's? I was thinking like three bucks. I'm going to say two fifty. Large fry, dollar eighty nine. Look at that. But you're going to get like nine thousand large fries. I would say so. Yeah, it's more than once maybe a week. it's like one every couple days. McDonald's has good fries, no doubt about that. I don't know if you can make it through 9,000 large fries, I think, though. I, I don't know if an angioplasty comes with that or yeah. not. Uh, yeah, do they count the shortening <laughs> of your life? <laughs> I see what you did there. Very good, very good. Nicely done. Uh, and apparently, uh, there's something going on, uh, and I, I hate to bring this news to people um, in the fear that it's incorrectly reported. So I'll just blame USA Today. Uh, They say that Subway, 10,000 Subway restaurants. First of all, would you call Subway a restaurant? You can go inside and eat, but I don't think of Subway as a restaurant. Yeah, I do. You do? Okay. I count count (laughs) McDonald's as a restaurant. Oh, I guess. Uh, 10,000 Subway restaurants will close early today, or in this case, have closed early today at 6 p.m. local time. It's part of their Eat Fresh refresh unveil subway fans are asked to take a break from eating their favorite sub tonight so that they will have time for their employees to refresh and get ready to launch a new menu tomorrow a newer healthier menu presumably now uh, if you can't wait to have your subway jones satisfied uh, the first 50 customers who come in at participating restaurants so it tells me that not every subway's on board with this will get a free six inch turkey cali fresh sub tomorrow morning will you be waiting bright and early at the door of your local subway i won't not a turkey guy i'm a turkey guy not worth getting up i'm not a yeah Turkey Cali Fresh Sub includes oven-roasted turkey, hickory-smoked bacon, smashed avocado, I'm out, mozzarella, mayo, spinach, red onion, and tomatoes on one of Subway's new breads, Hardy Multigrain. Their new Eat Fresh Refresh menu has 20 menu updates and include 11 new or improved ingredients, six all-new or returning sandwiches, and four revamped signature sandwiches. I wonder if I can still get the Italian, the spicy Italian at Subway. I hope I so. Hope so that's one of their staples. I would think the bacon and cheese on the cat. It's like uh, how's that? Ca- how's that? There's good this, for you? There's this thing where if you put avocado on something, that's you can call it. it California. Yeah, exactly. So back, oh, this is a uh, Cali uh, peanut butter and jelly. Oh, what's the difference? It has avocado on it. Yeah. Uh, so so it's hip and healthy. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I have now to wake would, up early. What would be the one thing that you would expect to be changing on the subway menu if you've been following the subway, you know, news recently? There's a furor about the tuna in a subway sandwich testing negative for tuna. Right? It's not or real tuna. Not, not testing negative. Not testing positive. Not testing positive. And they were saying that it that the tuna test is messed up. Yeah. Well, subway said it, they're sticking with it. Subway says its tuna will not be changing as part of the revamp menu. 
The tuna has been the subject of a class action lawsuit filed in January that alleged its tuna salad contains no actual tuna. Meanwhile, a recent New York Times investigation found no tuna DNA in a test. Well, it's got to be wrong if the New York Times reported it. Tuna for everybody. Tuna for all Republicans have Subway tuna tomorrow as your way of sticking it to the New York Times. Home stretch, Bruce Hooley Show, 6.50 p.m., Larry Elder, top of the hour. Aaron, have you heard the big news about Larry Elder? His uh, career path? Has it officially been announced? I think it's officially been announced. It was supposed to be announced today. It's supposed to be announced Monday. I think it's the worst kept secret out there. I've seen Larry Elder writing about it. Um, I heard Mike Gallagher all but saying that it was going to happen today. Uh, I assume it's happened in the early portion of Larry's show that he is uh, declaring himself eligible for the governorship of the state of California. Uh, I watched uh, on vacation. Probably the one thing I did that was not uh, dizzying, dizzyingly arduous labor uh, around the house was I watched the Larry Elder documentary that we have available on Salem.com, Uncle Tom. I uh, watched that documentary. Very well done. Brandon Tatum, Candace Owens, uh, Larry Elder, of course. Uh, lots and lots of very smart people on that documentary. And uh, I am a little surprised Larry's getting involved in um, the race for the seat currently held by Gavin Newsom. Are you surprised that Larry Elder would leave his uh, gig? Because he can't be on the air while he's running. Uh, I don't know how many days ahead of the campaign he has to leave the air, but he can't be on the air right up until election time. you surprised he's running? I am surprised, but not because it's him. I'm always surprised when someone's runs. I'm like, oh, how could you take your, you know, what seems like a, successful life yeah. and drag it through that mess. Yeah. But, hey, somebody's got to do it. So if somebody's going to do it, I'd like him to do it. Well, I think, you know, the one thing that I'm fascinated by here in this political season, in the aftermath of Donald Trump, is that we seem to be having more people who are willing to leave successful lives and put themselves out there to run for political office. Uh, Omar Tarazi. Um, was running for the 15th Congressional District. Ruth Edmonds in that same race. Uh, they do not currently hold political office. They have not, to my knowledge, held... Poli- I mean, Omar Tarazi's been on Hilliard City Council, but that's, uh, you know, that's uh, a step up into national office. Uh, we see that in the Ohio Senate campaign with Bernie Moreno, with J.D. Vance. I'm trying to think uh, some of the others. I'm not missing anybody in that race. We have a new person in the race today, Paul Dolan's son, who's a state senator, uh, is thinking of joining that race. He says he's going to go around the state of Ohio and uh, take the pulse of the people as to whether or not he should enter the race. And um, he said that he is going to approach it. He, he, he basically says he would be like another Rob Portman. And I'm like, well, then I'd pass. I'd save my money. Because I don't think Ohio once needs or will elect another Rob Portman. Uh, I personally think that's going to be. I know Jane Timken's in that race. I don't count Jane Timken as a, you know, a populist, coming from successful private enterprise candidate. She's been the head of the GOP in the state of Ohio, so I don't count her among that. But I'm intrigued by the candidacy of people who will set aside their regular successful lives and enter political office. And Larry Elder would certainly be that. One thing about Larry Elder. 
Would you want to debate him? I mean, if you were trying to look good next to him as a candidate, because I put my money on Larry Elder in any debate. What would the black community do in California with a black man, Larry Elder, running, but running on the Republican side of the ticket, basically telling people, hey, his entire message is, you guys have to face your own accountability in the problems that you have in our inner cities. We've got to get rid of our gangs. We've got to get fathers back in the home. We have to restore the family. We have to restore personal accountability. I just wonder if that message will resonate or not. But I know one thing. He would go on a relentless hunt for government waste and for policies that don't deliver the results they are designed to do. So he would be a very, very interesting candidate. Um, and we will stand by and see uh, how that goes. Uh, now, one of the things that we'll get into on the show tomorrow, because I did not want to give it short shrift today, the stuff on the dispatch, like covering crime <laughs> differently, is just so stupid that it had to lead the show today. Uh, the dispatch, if you missed it, uh, here's what's here's what's happened. We're going to talk tomorrow more about the national attention being given to Andrea Gross and Amy Gonzalez and the situation at Columbus Academy, which overwhelmingly is being lampooned nationally, Columbus Academy is, for, I mean, it's, there's no other way to say it other than it is a punitive, vengeful uh, act to deny three students in good standing re-enrollment at Columbus Academy solely because their moms had the temerity to ask questions about the curriculum being taught to their daughters. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. It is a vengeful, unjustified act. Nobody at Columbus Academy is in any danger. Oh, we had we had to call the cops because people feel unsafe. Well, get over it. Get over it, Snowflake. You're not unsafe. It's the students you're teaching this critical race theory garbage to that are unsafe. Their minds are unsafe from your warped portrayal of our society as filled with oppressors and oppressed people. You're not doing your students any favor. Your job is to prepare them for a successful life, to teach them how to think, not to teach them what you think. So Melissa Soderberg, Jonathan Cass, the board at Columbus Academy, you should be ashamed, ashamed of the fact that you're targeting kids because their moms ask questions that make you nervous. Boy, are you despicable people. So we'll talk about that, what's going on. Same thing's going on at Olin Tangy. Upper Arlington, the wokesters there are not giving up in their attempt to get around state law. You know, it's funny. Trump is a fascist, right, if you listen to the wokesters, and people on the right are, you know, fascists. But when the left is told by the courts that you have to obey state law, when they ignore it, it's not fascist. It's not that they're trying to impose their will in defiance of the law. Oh, no, it's just because you don't know what's good for you. And we're going to tell you what's good for you. 
So um, we didn't get to that today because this nutsy, stupid suspension of news as news by the dispatch uh, just had to be mocked, had to be utterly and completely mocked. (laughs) Because people are telling Alan Miller and the softies down at the Columbus Dispatch, hey, why are you always writing about the crime in our neighborhood? And rather than have the backbone to say, well, if the murders stop, we'll stop writing about them. They have to come up with this phony baloney idea like, oh, we need to go out into the most dangerous areas of Columbus and we need to write about them as if they're Nirvana, Shangri-La, the greatest place in the world to live. So uh, the dispatch, which has always been a PR rag for Ohio State University, will now become a PR rag for the most desperate and dangerous portions of our city. Well, at least there's some consistency there. Bad consistency, but it is consistency. Enjoy Larry Elder while you can.